0: Thank you for listening to Our Digital Future. Today we have public librarian Katrina Hanna on Our Digital Future, 4 to 4.30 on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine with me, ZBZ, where we discuss the digital future of our information spaces. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. You're our um, first live guest in a while, mostly they're on the phone, so thank you for taking the trek down to the wonderful UC Irvine campuses. Um, Tell us a little bit about how you got into where you are now, Um, like for example, what did you do for undergrad, where did you go to grad, or what made you decide to have this career path, what started you, um, what got you into this field? as a public librarian? Currently, I um, work as a public librarian in
1: the Southern California area. And going back many, many moons, I, um, I'm i from Long Beach. I went to school in Long Beach. I was a communication studies major. And there's a lot you can do with that. So I got out of school. I wasn't sure what I wanted to be. And over the course of about a year, um, I discovered that I could use my love of research and technology and helping people as a librarian. So that was suggested to me actually by an aunt of mine who's a librarian. So I looked into what it would take to be a librarian. Where's your aunt a librarian
0: at, or public, or university, or special? She works up in the Central Coast area of California. In a, as a, in a public library? Yes, she's a. Um, she works for Monterey County Free Libraries. She's Ooh, in management. I was just in Monterey. I was going to go visit your aunt. She's been a librarian all over, um, and that's where she currently is. Well,
1: maybe I could interview her next. <laughs> um, so, after um, some great talks with my aunt, I decided that librarianship was for me. I looked into... Getting my master's in library science and I decided on San Jose State University so I went there for school and most of the education was online so that kept me in the Southern California area and during that time I worked in um, I worked as a special librarian and I did some research for um, marketing and corporate business I also did some archives projects for special libraries. and In fact, I think one of them might even be housed out here in Irvine. And then um, I found my way into the school libraries where I was a library media teacher in Long Beach. And then I um, landed where I am
0: today as a public librarian. I really like uh, media as a subject for libraries and archives. Um, tell me a little about what you did as, you said, a media librarian? <laughs> Is that, what did you do exactly? It's not as
1: tacky as it sounds. Um, I was actually um, in charge of an elementary school library, so I handled um, everything that was involved with that and um, taught elementary school students how to use the library, um, worked with staff in the school. I had pretty much full run of the library as far as making it a fun place for kids to come in and be exposed to books and literacy. I also created the um,
0: library webpage while I was there so that was a fun way to implement technology. It's exciting. So you know HTML and a lot of techie stuff? Uh, I'm really into techie stuff. As far as HTML I cheat a lot with whatever I can get help with online. And then um, you went from San Jose State was um, that take you like two years four years or it took me about two years to complete the
1: program and then um, after that while I've been in my current position I actually started taking classes towards a master's in public administration and I've taken a break from that for a while but I find that that's um, the courses
0: that I've taken and the skills that I've learned are really helpful on the job that I have now. So then you'll go for a second master's and that'll help you um, get a different position? Or c- your, you like your current position? Or? Hopefully it'll
1: help me move up. So one day when I do move into maybe management or some sort of library administration, that'll give me a firm foundation for that. Were you looking to relocate, or do you like where you are? Or? You know, um, I like where I'm at. I purposely chose um, to stay where I where I grew up and, and work for that area to kind of get back to the community. I feel a strong sense of community, and I'm really happy um, working in that environment, but I'm not opposed to, to travel if that ever does come up or that's the job really environment good. changes.
0: And you you go to conferences in other states, so you do get to travel. Is that something your job pays for, or you have to pay that's extra just like career development personally? Or? um.
1: I've been pretty fortunate with my current job, if there have been requests for any type of professional training or conferences attended, um, that I can go and that they'll help me out with that. Um, Because I work in a public library, I've gone to the California Library Association conferences, and um, sometimes they're in the Southern California area, and so that's been easy to go to. But my favorite conference to go to is the Internet Librarian Conference, which is up in the Monterey area. Ooh, when is that? (laughs) It's every year in
0: October. Oh, did we just miss it? We just missed it. It was earlier this week. Was it over the weekend? I might have been in Monterey at the same exact time. It started on Sunday
1: with some pre-conference workshops, and then it went Monday through Wednesday.
0: Yeah, I was there Sunday.
1: Darn it. (laughs) (laughs) You could have gone and hung out with a bunch of librarians in downtown Monterey. (laughs) So that's the conference that I find I get the most out of. I always learn a bunch of um, new technology that I can use back at work, and just even helpful tips of of things I can do online and even share with other people when I'm helping them in the library. But I'm also really into um, all types of professional development. So when I can't go to a conference, um, I do webinars online. So I recently did I've done about three in the last couple weeks. And the subjects range from um, this, this one that was on an open source library and the people from the library talking about what they use, what technology they use, to ones on fully legal resources and mobile services for libraries. Where are those uh, webinars based out of? Um, two, of the, two of the webinars that I did Were provided by InfoPeople, and um, InfoPeople's a federally funded grant project that's administered by the state, the California State Library, and um, so they offer a lot of uh, they offer a lot of programs that you can go to, and then ones that you can do online. So the legal one and the mobile services webinar I did online for free. And then the other one was from TechSoup.org. And um, they're just a a site that offers nonprofits a one-stop resource for technology needs. So they really focus on the
0: technology. TechSoup, that's something maybe we could bring into our radio show one day.
1: Yeah, I, I'd highly recommend all of these. And um, if people are looking for other places to find um, what's available online, it's always good to join a professional association or um, a list serve
0: uh, to get to get email updates of what's going on. Yeah, I'm thinking um, of joining like an art one, or I guess yeah, the Southern California Art. One. Yeah, it's really good to pick fields that, that you're either working
1: in or you plan on going into. Before I got into where I curr- currently am at, I was a member of the American Library Association, the California Library Association, and then at the same time I was in the Special Library Association. I think I even looked into some music um, associations
0: just so I could you know, find my path. What did you um like about the special collections? Like, did you try to get a certificate in archives or special collections? Because I'm thinking about it right now. I have my maintaining archives class, and I'm looking into what I'm going to sign up for next semester. I was wondering if I should pursue it. I know archives and libraries are, are very different. You know, the collections are more unique. I think in archives and lots of dust, they said it's very dirty. And I'm trying to decide or, like, There's archives, public librarianship, academic librarianship, and all other stuff. (laughs) Well, for those that are still students, um,
1: I I personally kept an open path. I tried to take courses in all areas, even ones I didn't have to take, so I wasn't on a particular path. I felt that that would make me well-rounded, so I took classes in archives. I took classes that related to special libraries, public libraries services for children, um, digital libraries, and I'm glad that I did that, but I would recommend to anyone that's that's still investigating that to you know, not only take the class, but network, go to events, or try to get some sort of volunteer intern project, because when you come to the working world, it's good that you do have some experience behind you.
0: Where did you intern? I didn't... Um,
1: I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I did a few of these things while I was in school. So I worked for a corporate business and that was like an internship. And that's where I did um, research and, and marketing for a company that specializes in time management software. And so they had a special library with resources for their employees, but also um, where they assisted the sales reps with what information they needed. And then I also did um, I also did something for the California Library for Social Studies and um, Research with UCI, and that was actually connected with my school work. So um, we archived um, a special collection oh, wow. for UCI.
0: Yeah, I was thinking of having some of the staff there interview soon, so maybe that they're familiar with that. Project there too yeah how long did it take you between library school and your current position or was it pretty easy to find or i know i'm worried about after library school you know finding an actual librarian position i was doing a special librarian stuff
1: while i was in school and i was juggling some other jobs i was also working as a teacher and then through that i landed my school librarian job and then um quickly turned over into the, the public library world. And it all kind of happened at once. I was, I was just about finishing up when I got into my current job.
0: Did you like working in the elementary school? I did.
1: It's, um, it's very different from what I do now, but it was very rewarding to work with young children who were so excited to come in and use the library and, and just to be excited about reading because they weren't when I first got there. The people that had worked in the library had um, either been absent or there had been a lot of turnover. So it's, it's really neat to see with kids how um, quickly they adhere to something and how excited they can get about
0: books. And as a public librarian, um, you don't see the elementary school children as much?
1: Well, because I, I'm currently working with youth, I still see them. Oh. Um, so in my current position, um, I I focus on youth services, and and what I do in that job is I work in a large urban library, and I work um, I have collection development responsibilities where I I buy the materials for one part of the collection. I have to plan programs, so I have story times with the local kids that come in. I do class visits, so I see a lot of the um, nearby elementary schools and others from the area on a weekly basis and then I also get to do some fun activities on top of that like our um, kids blog which is something that's just it's on the internet and it's geared towards um, parents and their children
0: oh that's cool and I bet you have like a summer reading program and those are always fun yeah we we have the big programs that come seasonally like
1: the summer reading program and it's really fun to be a part of that and see the kids
0: um, get rewarded for reading. Yeah, I'm excited to look into... um, There's actually a class being offered this coming semester um, entitled Storytelling. But I thought, oh, maybe I I don't need that class. But you never know. Like That might be good. Because my background's in
1: communication studies, I highly recommend it. I I took a class, a storytelling class, and um, I think it can help you in more than just children's services.
0: Yeah, I wonder how that works online. Do you just get on the microphone and start reading a book through the internet or the webcam? Oh, wow. I'd be interested in
1: hearing from someone who's done it online because when I did it, it was face-to-face. So, so did
0: you go to San Jose or was it the, through Cal State Fullerton?
1: When I was at San Jose State, I did actually go up there for some classes that were based mostly online, but when I had to go um, for a few classes, maybe the first or last meetings, I went up there. Most of them I did through Fullerton, so they would be considered a hybrid course where they were partly online and partly meeting at the Fullerton campus, but I also took a couple classes at Long Beach State where they were full face-to-face classes and I transferred them.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah, I know they have a great education program, right, at Cal State, Long Beach, and... Yeah, I looked into San Jose State, and um, I think um, there are a, b- a lot of library staff here that are currently in that program or not finishing up that program. Yeah, I had applied there twice. I didn't get in the first time. I did the second time. But I also applied to UCLA twice. I didn't get in either time. I think now, in the last five years
1: even, there's so many programs that are fully online that you can do it out of state. And for those that are looking at the cost aspects of it, they're comparative now. Whereas when I started, um, I felt like UCLA and San Jose State were my only options, and I was looking into both. And for me, I was going to have to wait almost a calendar year to get into UCLA the time I applied, but I could get in the next semester to San Jose. So that's why I chose the path that I did. But I was really looking into schools that were out of state and what I could do, and I
0: think now it's a really good option for those that are trying to get into being a librarian yeah mine's out of state now I'm at the University of Illinois Urbana Champaign or Illinois yeah so we just go up once a semester so we have a mid-semester on-campus session per class this is, I'm in two classes we have two days I'm thinking of three classes next semester so then I'll have three days we'll see how that goes working full-time at the university library the staff is, I think it's doable you're busy yeah radio is just for fun and i want to remind everyone we're listening to katrina hanna here the public librarian katrina hanna how long have you you said four years you've been an official librarian i've been in my current position almost four years
1: and i've been working as a librarian about five or six years
0: oh wow congratulations that's a good experience thank you yeah, yeah i just got my five-year library service award for here but it's just as a library assistant, those library staff, but it's, it's good experience if you're at one place five years, I suppose. Yeah. It's great experience, <laughs> and especially as a working in a library, it's experience nonetheless. That's good. Yeah, hopefully, I get my degree and move around somewhere. We'll see what happens. And what are your plans for the future? You said you're taking your master's for your second um, degree. I hope to get back into that. I took a
1: break from my coursework and I'd like to get back in that, if not something maybe related. I really, um, I think it comes with being a librarian. You never stop learning or wanting to find the answers to questions that you have. So I'm just naturally always looking into stuff. So it was, it was good for me to take a break, um, to focus on my current job and um, the joys of becoming a homeowner Oh yeah,
0: congratulations, <laughs> me too.
1: <laughs> and exploring just just other options that I was
0: doing outside of work, so I'll probably go back into something soon. Oh good, well our, our time is up, but thank you so much for talking for, to us here from 4 to 4.30 on Our Digital Future. We have uh, Public Librarian Katrina Hanna here. And we just like to discuss the future of our information spaces. And every Friday at 4 p.m., tune in and come back anytime. You know, if you, I know half an hour is short. When we play two songs, it's like 20 minutes goes by fast. Is there anything else you'd like to say? <laughs> well, other than
1: talking about myself and my career path, which I hope has helped listeners out there, um, I'd just love to share that my, my current favorite um, website crush is called Mashable. And for those that are really into technology and you haven't heard of it, I would encourage you to check it out. And also, if you have a smartphone, check out Red Laser. You can use the, um, the barcode scanning option on your phone your phone's camera to scan book barcodes and even see what local libraries have them. So you can get oh, them that's for really free. Cool. Red, you said
0: Red, red Eye? It's or called red, red Laser. Red Laser, okay. <laughs> and the other one was Crush? It's called Mashable. Mashable. Wow. And do you have a website, like a personal blog or anything people can go to? Anything? You can find me on Facebook.
1: Okay. It's, um, it's www.facebook.com slash if you want to get in contact with me personally. And then um, I'm also on Twitter. And you can find me at twitter.com slash LBC And I also am in charge of a blog. So you can find me at lbplkids.blogspot.com. Maybe you can post those online.
0: Oh, definitely. Thank you so much for coming down again. Thank you. And we'll see you guys next Friday. Stay tuned for more great public affairs programming on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And we start off the show with Firebird Band. Now we're going to end it with Braid. Thanks for listening.